This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. Simon did so as well. It was genuine. It seems clear that it was a genuine thing. And not only that, he stayed with Philip. He wanted to learn. He wanted to stay close to him and be taught by him. He wanted to be discipled by him. Listen, it's important for us as Christians to understand about ourselves and about one another. Just because you've accepted Jesus Christ and he sends his spirit to live inside you and begin that transformation process, Would you agree with me that he does not perfect you in that instant? As born-again Christians, we are still in the process of being transformed into the image of Jesus. Today, Pastor Robert will be encouraging us to be patient and to be steadfast in abiding in the Lord. As we abide in the vine, we'll bear much fruit. Fruit doesn't just pop out overnight. It takes time. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. So he says, bring your husband. Oh, I don't have a husband. Oh, that's right. You don't have a husband. You know, you've had five and, and, you know, men, and, and the one you're with now is not your husband. He's like, oh, you're a prophet. And they get into this conversation, and she says something interesting. She says, you know, we, we know that when Messiah comes, he's going to explain all this stuff to us. So we know that they were, they were waiting for the Messiah. And, and Jesus told her, I'm here. I am your Messiah. And many of the people in that area believed at that point, well, now Philip's building on that. Philip goes, he's presenting it. But Simon, I don't know if you caught it, Simon had presented himself. He claimed to be someone great. Did you catch that? I love the the subtleties in the scripture. Simon claimed to be someone great. That's always a red flag. If you got to tell people how great you are, you understand? Be aware of that as you're watching television, as you're, as you, you know, the, the, the teachers and the preachers and, and all this kind of stuff. It's always a red flag when somebody has to toot their own horn. If they're consistently talking about themselves and drawing attention to themselves and, and, and wanting to tell you how many people have been healed through their ministry and, and how powerfully God has moved through their ministry. And that's just not a good sign. This man claimed to be someone great. All the people listened to him. I mean, the implication there was that, that, Everybody came to him, and he was apparently a trickster, a magician. We're not given any indication that there was demonic activity there. The only indication that we're given is that he, he, was, he practiced magic. And, and now, all of a sudden, he's been displaced because Philip comes in, and this is the real deal. People that they had grown up with who'd been crippled, paralyzed for years, or, or even from birth, now they're being healed. And everybody's now flocking to Philip. And everybody believes. There's a genuine belief, a genuine faith 
that's taking place in the community as people are coming to him and their needs are being met and 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 Jesus, you know, is touching. God is is using Philip and he's touching people's lives. He's changing their lives. And everybody responds to that. And the implication here is that even Simon did. That's controversial. That's debatable. Some say, oh, no, you know, it wasn't a legitimate belief. You know, Peter wouldn't have said your money perish with you. You know, if that were the case, you know, you're still in bondage to... Listen, the way it's worded there in the beginning is that Simon also believed. Lots and lots of people, the multitudes came, and, and when Philip preached and they saw what God was doing, they put their faith in Jesus as their Messiah, and Simon did so as well. It was genuine. It seems clear that it was a genuine thing. And not only that, he stayed with Philip. He wanted to learn. He wanted to stay close to him and be taught by him. He wanted to be discipled by him. Listen, it's important for us as Christians to understand about ourselves and about one another. Just because you've accepted Jesus Christ and he sends his spirit to live inside you and begin that transformation process, would you agree with me that he does not perfect you in that instant? No perfect people in here, right? Even those that have been walking with the Lord Jesus for years and years and years. You know, I've met some 60-year-old babies in Christ. And, and one of the things that I believe with all my heart is that there's no such thing as a mature Christian this side of heaven. We're all immature. Now, maturing, yes. More mature, yeah. But you know what? Some of us have farther to come than others. Some of us, the, the journey is, is going to be a, a little bit more difficult, a little bit longer. I had this conversation with one of the brothers yesterday. You know, you take a guy that's just grown up, and as a, a testimony that I heard, a guy's grown up in a Christian family, never been really exposed to a lot of the things that, that I've been exposed to. Maybe you have. Th this guy talked about the fact, he said, you know, I'd never heard of prostitution until I was in boot camp. I was an adult in the military before that concept was ever presented to me, that a, that a woman would sell herself for money. Never, never, never dreamed that that happened. And he said, consequently, I wasn't tempted in that area. It was no big deal for me to resist a prostitute. I found it repulsive. He said it was no, it was just like, how could she do that? Who would, that's crazy. I remember as a young adult, now I was, you know, had gone away from the Lord and, and, and uh, grew up in church, but, you know, I partied and was a drug user and, you know, so forth and so on um, until I met the Lord. And one of the first things that I learned about after coming to Christ was abortion. I had never heard of it. When I first heard about it, I didn't believe it. I did not believe that our society would do that, that people in the United States of America would kill unborn babies. It, it just blew me away because I'd never heard of it. You understand? Now, you take a guy that, that grew up completely sheltered like the, the first man that I described. You take a man that, that comes to Christ out of addiction. I say, you know, a crack addict. One is going to have a little bit farther to come in that transformation process. You with me? M more residue of the old man to be washed away and dealt with. You know, some of you were here when Cy Rogers came and shared. I, I, he, every time I hear him, he shares the same thing, you know, because Cy was, when he met the Lord, he was living as a woman. He was awaiting a, um, an operation. He was going to change his gender. For 18 months, he lived as a woman. He was doing the hormone therapy and 
and, and you know, planning to become a woman. And the Lord Jesus presented that or prevented that and then rescued him in that. And, and Sai is still, 20-something years later, extremely effeminate. Extremely effeminate. And, and he, he says, you know, I'll overlook your residue if you'll overlook mine. Because we all have residue from the old man. We all do. Simon, he had a lot of residue. He's just a baby Christian. He's just come to know the Lord. The, the, the Holy Spirit has given him new life, but there's really not been any transformation yet. He's still thinking the way he always thought. He's still functioning the way he always functioned. You with me? He's a magician. Now, he sees Philip come in and displace him. All of a sudden, Philip is the big man. He's been used to getting all this attention and all this you know, adulation and all the accolades, and everybody comes to him with their problems. They're coming to Philip now, and he's following along after, after Philip. All of a sudden, it would seem from what... Come on now, move beyond my joke and skip <laughs> back to the word. No, but Simon, you know, P Peter says to him, listen, you're still poisoned by bitterness and you're bound by iniquity. Peter saw something there. Like, there's, there's, some, there's some deep issues here. You want to be the big man. Now, I'm making an assumption there. Maybe that wasn't the issue, but I, I, I think it was. I think quite possibly that's what was going on. He had been for years the man in Samaria. And now he wasn't anymore. And he saw something here. He, he witnessed something. We're not really told what the outward demonstration was, what the outward expression was, you know, what happened when Peter and John laid hands on people and, and they were baptized with the Holy Spirit. We're not really told you know, what it was that occurred, but he looked at that and he's like, hmm, I want that. Because if, if I've got that ability, then the people will be coming back to me. Because these guys are going to go home. They're going to they're go back. They're going to move on. Philip's going to move on. Peter and John are going to go back to Jerusalem. And, and, I, and, you know, these people are used to coming to me already. And if now I've got this ability. And so he turns to Peter and says, how much? Now, again, this is natural. This is the way he'd always done things. This is just the way he did it. You, you find, listen... That's where the term simony comes from. Have you ever heard that term? Simony is a term that was coined to describe those who buy position in the church. It was, well, I started to say it was quite common in ancient times. It's quite common today. I mean, if we're honest with one another, people still seek to buy position in the church. And people do buy influence and position in churches. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. The name of our broadcast is our goal for this ministry, to keep the main thing, the main thing, Jesus Christ crucified, glorified, and honored as we study and apply His Word. Maybe you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County and you don't have a home church. We want to take this time to invite you to join us for worship. We meet Sunday mornings at 9.30, 11, and 12.30, then again at 7.30 p.m. on Sunday nights. For more information, call us at 305-531-2730 or log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. Thanks, Tracy. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast to listen to or download. 
and we also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the entire Book of Acts. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. Or you can send us an email at questions at MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Mark your Bibles in the Book of Acts and join us next time here on Main Thing Radio.